All right, episode one, uh, retake. Uh, we are brand new at this, so yeah, we, we are fucking for about fifteen up. minutes and had to start all over. But uh, yeah, I think my wife thinks I blamed it on her because she called, but it really wasn't her. We just ran out of space on GarageBand because that's a yeah uh, rookie rookie move workstation. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is episode one of our podcast. We have not come up with a name yet. I'm sure we will be texting back and forth this coming week, figuring out what name we're going to call it. However, we are inside of a barn, a steel building yep. in uh, Steve's yard here. And uh, I think we're I think we're leaning toward like, you know. Tim and Steve in a barn. Some Tim shit, some Steve. simple uh, white boy shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just some white boy shit, which is just basically basic what this podcast shit. is. This podcast is white boy shit. Yeah, just basic white dude. Uh, basic, almost middle-aged white dude. Yeah. Dads. Um, two dads, basically. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. I'm um, a stepdad. Yeah. Stepdaddy. I'm actually a stepdad, too, now. Oh, shit. Which is crazy. <laughs> Damn, that is crazy. Uh, I think the I think since this is episode one, I think what we're going to do is uh, just kind of outline what the goal uh, of this podcast is. I just sounded weird as shit when I said that. But what the what the goal of the podcast is, we're going to kind of introduce ourselves, explain how we came to be sitting here across from one another. Uh, yeah. And go how over yeah, some of the topics and shit that we want we would like to cover. Yeah. And there's no uh there's no like hard fast rules on what we're going to cover, just whatever comes up, but we're going to uh, I guess start off kind of introducing ourselves and uh and then we'll go into the plans for the podcast. Yeah soon so would you like to lead that sir? sure i'll start so uh my name is stephen mathis um i'm originally from north carolina um i just had a brain fart um it's all right yeah i went into the navy in 2004 uh right out of high school parents uh, had to sign for me at 17 um <clears throat> went into the navy uh stationed in norfolk virginia met Tim in uh, 2006-ish. We were um, TAD, temporarily assigned duty to the security uh, section, whatever you call it, basically the master at arms, the Navy's military police. We were working with those guys. Um, I was a machinist mate, but uh, in port, I would go work with security forces. And that's where me and Tim met. And we, our kind of bonding thing was that we both played music. We, we both were into guitar. Um, we would write songs and stuff. We, uh, you know, underway, there's not a whole lot to do, obviously. Um, so we would just hang out, play guitar, um, goof off, you know, all that stuff. And we just kept in touch over the years. And um, he wound up moving up here from Georgia in uh, 2016. Yep. And, um, and here is uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. FYI. Yeah. So we had we we were both going through some stuff. Um, I was going through a divorce at the time. He was going through some stuff, and uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. We were both kind of starting over, <clears throat> is my point. And um, you know, we came back together. You know, two veterans. We hadn't seen each other in forever, and um, he lived with me for two or three months in this shitty little apartment. Um, in a bad side of town and uh, and then he moved out and got his or moved in with somebody else and then we wound it up wound up renting a house and lived together for like another year and a half or something yeah. 
but uh, it's it's been good. Uh, I think like we were um, both in bad places, and um, it just worked out well for us to be able to get back together, start playing music again, um, and kind of getting back on our feet. Um, so that's pretty much what it is, and we've been you know best friends ever since. Best friends ever since my uh, my boy. My so. Dog. So he kind of told part of the story, but so I joined the Navy not right out of high school. I uh, I actually went to college. I grew up in Georgia, a little small town in Georgia called Claxton, Georgia, it's the home of the fruitcakes. Uh, and chicken. On the water tower, yeah, Claxton chicken. A really small town. I graduated with like a hundred people, maybe like a hundred and five people, something like that. Pretty small. Um, anyway, I played baseball in high school. I got a baseball scholarship and. Uh, went and played baseball at this little Baptist school in Mount Vernon, Georgia called Bruton Parker College. And I lasted at that place for one semester. And uh, they had a it's a Baptist school, so it was pretty strict, right? Uh, I got promptly kicked out of that place for partying and stuff. They had a three-strike rule, and, uh, and that was like per year. And I hit like five strikes in a, one semester. Uh, <laughs> The, the nail in my coffin was, uh, so we did a lot of partying and stuff, but the nail in the coffin was one night a couple guys and myself uh, were drinking in the dorms and we went and got, we went to Walmart and got some black sweatpants uh, so we could, <laughs> so we could uh, Were you drunk dress when up. you came up with that decision? Yeah. Yeah. So we went, we wanted to be stealth, right? So we went, <laughs> we went be and bought- stealth. Black sweats and uh, dressed up like ninjas and stole the security guard's golf cart, the dorm, the campus security guard. And keep in mind, this is a really small campus. So there's only like two security guards. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we dressed up as ninjas and and uh, stole the security guard's golf cart and um and did ninja shit. Yeah, did ninja shit. But we parked it behind the dorm, so we didn't even like hide it. We just parked it, didn't, not even in a parking spot, just in the middle of the parking lot. Uh, like where you're supposed to be driving and we went and yeah. told the other guys like come look what we did bro <laughs> and uh, anyway so they ended up finding the golf cart and my buddy Brett swindled his way out of it dressed like a ninja like the dude like the dude had no idea that this dude was the guy that stole the dude. golf cart pretty ridiculous but special needs security forces but I got kicked out of there uh, and that was in 2004 so I made it to Christmas and then they asked me not to come back. And um, did they do it with a letter, phone call? Yeah, it was or did a they letter. Call your parents? No, it was a letter. They, uh, it was a letter. And um, you know, I was on the baseball team. I had a scholarship there, so the baseball team didn't really care. It was, it was the school because yeah. it was Baptist school, like very strict curfews and stuff. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, so I, I uh, got kicked out of there, and then I was just kind of lost. And uh, that's actually around the time whenever I started playing guitar. Mm. Uh, believe it or not, like I. We took a trip. This is a this is a important story in, in my development as a musician. I think so I've heard this. Yeah. Before. So we uh we I was working some shitty job. I don't even know. And we took a trip down to Tybee Island one weekend. And That's a great place. It is a great place. And um anyway we were we were drunk obviously because that was all I did back then. But uh, we were on the pier and there was this guy playing guitar, and he was playing you know Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh yeah. Simple shit. Um. But I remember asking him, like, man, how long have you been playing guitar? And he said, eight months. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? I could do that, you yeah. know? And I did, man. I went and, like, 
probably the next day and bought a guitar and started yeah. teaching myself how to play guitar because I didn't have baseball anymore, which was like my passion. Which is how that is your mo too. <clears throat> you 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 get on something and you go like all in. All in. You might not stick with it, but you're but you're on it. I'm on it, bro. <laughs> I am on it. That is definitely my mo. But yeah. yeah, so I got I got my guitar and that's all I did for the next six months or so, six mm. or seven months, and then I then I ended up joining the military because I was. Uh, I was being a piece of shit and getting hammered all the time and just going down a dead end road. And luckily, I was self aware enough to know that that's not the path I wanted to take. I wanted, yeah. I wanted to be better than that. Yeah. So I joined the military. And from the time that I stepped into the recruiter's office, to the time I was on a plane to basic training was two weeks, two mm-hmm. weeks flat, fourteen days. And uh, I originally wanted to join the Coast Guard, believe it or not, because of Hurricane Katrina, because I wanted to help, uh, you know, stateside. Mm-hmm. disaster relief and stuff like that yeah but uh anyway joined the navy blah 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 steven told the story we met in 2006 and um moved up here in 2016 uh, after uh, a stint in rehab <laughs> and a divorce uh <clears throat> so two. yeah <clears throat> two right two what divorces yeah <laughs> we don't talk about that though <laughs> we don't talk about that oh we're gonna talk about one that. of them doesn't count one of them doesn't Which count. one? The second one? The second one doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a stupid thing. Yeah. But uh but yeah, anyway, so yeah, I was uh yeah, I got out of the navy and promptly started getting shit based every day and I think a lot of veterans go through that. I don't <clears> think <throat> it's super uncommon, you know, people get out and kinda are lost. You know, I was still twenty three years old, so actually um I had a conversation with Sammy, my son, um, about this like two hours ago. We were driving in the truck and he was like, um, him and my mom are divorced, obviously, and and he was and out of the blue, we're driving in the truck, and and he says, um, "Mommy said that um, people that get out of the army are sad after they get out, like they're not happy." And I was like, "Why would she say that?" And he was like, "And I don't know what what prompted it or, or what their conversation was, but he was like, he's, um, she just said that they're never happy again." And I was like, "Well, first of all, that's not true, but um, a lot of them do." struggle with being happy after they get out because when you're in the military especially those that have you know been in war but um whether you were in war or not you make friends with people that you've never most 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 likely you're not going to have friends like that when you get out you know you're going to like keep those core that core group of guys whether you see each other you're still going to um kind of keep in touch with them but a lot of guys struggle with that because it's such a shock having that you know, really close-knit community, and then you get out. And, you know, it makes a lot of guys sad is what I told told them. I think what it was for me was the structure, you know. I was kind of a – I wasn't a sheltered child, but I was a – my mom's going to hate me for saying this, but I was, like, overloved almost, mm-hmm. which, you know – I could see that knowing your mom a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like it's – like, uh, Coddled? Kind of, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, whatever. It's not, not, I wasn't necessarily spoiled, but I was, I could do no wrong, right? right. I didn't get punished and stuff like I, like I should have. And, yeah. And then I joined the military and I had that structure and that shit was amazing for me. It, it helped me be a better person, right? Oh, yeah. And then I, I got out and instantly didn't have that and I had to create my own structure and yeah. it was chaotic as fuck, man. And I just couldn't do it. I just, I just, drank all the time and just uh you know i remember i was telling my wife my current wife about 
one of the biggest things I, I miss about the military, and, you know, we all bitch and complain about the military because there's a lot to bitch and complain about, but one of the things that I miss is just um, having a purpose, you know, every yeah. day and the simplicity of it. Every day you have a purpose. It might be, you might just be cleaning all day. You all might right. be painting all day, but you know you have a purpose. You know that's what you're doing. And when you get off, you're free, basically. Yeah. But you have a purpose every day. Every day. And uh, and you know that you and and you know that you're going to have that purpose until your enlistment's up. Yeah. And it's like it kind of is just a simpler way of living almost. It is definitely a simpler way of living. And I I mean I miss that to this day. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I'm a happier person whenever I'm not driven by money, really. But like, I'm a, I've noticed since I've started back taking classes and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm just more productive, and oh, yeah. happier, and more yeah. energetic, and everything. Yeah. It's just very. You need strange. to be challenged. I mean, I'm I'm looking back and I'm looking into getting into a master's program, but I've already used all of my GI Bill on my undergrad, so I'm gonna have to pay for it. But um, but yeah, like I I'm getting to a point in my career where I'm just, I mean, I fucking like everything like Joe Rogan talks about, like going to an office, you know, listening to a fucking boss who doesn't give a shit about you. Like that's where I'm at. Yeah. And, and and I, and I hate it and I'm not challenged. And what do you do, Steven? So I am a uh, safety and compliance manager for a state agency. Um, I'll leave which one out, but I've been a state employee uh, for a while uh, I was in law enforcement for a little while, um, working with sexual predators, and then I moved over. I love to, those sexual predators. Yeah, then I moved over to fire and life safety, um, and did some fire marshal, fire inspector stuff. Got out of that and moved into the hospital safety and compliance side, which is fine. You know, it's a good state job. Um, you know, never going to get rich doing it, but you know, I can't really complain money wise too much. But, you know, like, I've been really wrestling with just, you know, I, I I do think that you're made to do something, like, or made to do something in some sort of area, and I'm not doing it. And, uh, but I'm, out, I'm also at the age where I can't just start over. You know, I have responsibilities. I got Fuck a wife. That. I got three kids. I can't afford it. No, I know. Like, I can't just, afford to I'm go back. I'm just talking back. shit. You could do whatever you want, but, yeah. I yeah. Get, there's implications. I mean, you know. Yeah, there is. If my wife made more money and we could accept the uh, pay cut, but, you know, like a lot of people, she's got a mountain of student loans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I know what my passion is. I know what I want to do. I know what I'm – and I'm slowly working yeah. toward that. Oh, I, I know what my passion is too, but I try and like – I've always been this way. I try and just counter how much I hate my job with having fun outside a job, yeah. like buying a boat. You know, hunting, fishing, just doing stuff to counter it, which is probably the same for a lot of dads. In oh, America. I'm sure, man. I'm sure. But um, so we just talked a lot about the military, but this is not going to be like a strict, strictly like no. military talk, veteran mm-hmm. talk, stuff like that. Obviously, there will be some of that because that's our background and stuff like that. But um, you know, we like that. I love talking military. Oh, I yeah. love people's stories. Yeah, and shit. it's fun there's talking great, about stories. Yeah, there's some great stories Speaking out there. of stories, we should talk about uh, one story um, from when me and you used to hang out at uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia yeah. and get into trouble. <laughs> so so we didn't hang out a lot in the military outside of work, really. Yeah. Uh, you were married and yeah. uh, all Locked, that good stuff. I was married. Down. and um, But yeah, so... We're, <laughs> 
So I think this was the first time we hung out. Yeah, out, outside first time of we really hung out. Old Patty D was with us. And yeah. So most of security was was with us. Most of the guys that were TAD. Was Evan Weaver with us? I don't Ooh, think he was. I don't think so. Nah, we probably wouldn't have had all that crazy fun if he would have been yeah, there. Cause he's a little snitch, <laughs> little bitch. He's starting a pirate ship company. Little which bitch. Is cool. What? He's fat as fuck now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so that's awkward. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, uh, whatever. I don't know. Lose some weight. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we went out. We went out. I was renting. This had no, 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 no. I was married, but we, but I remember we started at that house that me and a bunch of guys used to. No, rent. didn't we meet at your apartment? Me and Patrick, me and Patty D met you at your apartment, and then we went from there and went out. Okay, but I know at one point we were at. Yeah, the we. House. That was like after the bar. Yeah. Um, are you still in the Uh, maybe. We'll edit that out. Yeah, that was my son. Eating, eating a hot pocket, asking to play Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think we met at your apartment. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Yeah. The shenanigans that, that ensued is what we went downtown. We went to a a club bar. I remember it was two stories. You know, <clears throat> my memory's foggy. I've had a lot of concussions. Peabody's? Did we go to Peabody's? Was it? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't fucking remember. It was shit. two stories. I know that, and I don't remember much. But I remember going in, and I remember distinctively. Somewhere along my <clears throat> uh, drinking escapades, I realized that uh, me and Tequila do not get, around, get along. And I was a hothead back then. I mean, I was always looking for a fight. <laughs> just, just a fucking asshole. And um, Pat too was. Also. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, I told Pat. I said, "Don't let me drink tequila." And he like buys. He you started shots. buying me shots of tequila. So anyways, I'm, I'm messed up. We're all messed up. And I don't remember, it started inside the club. Somebody had an issue with this dude, Arab descent. And he was saying that he was the son of the Egyptian ambassador or something Some like that. Some shit like that, yeah. Something like that. And he was driving like a nice um, Mercedes. Yeah. I remember that. And uh, we were in the parking lot. And he was trying to, to leave. And I wasn't a part of the group, but I, I was walking up and like, all of you guys are around this dude's car. He's like talking shit, yelling at y'all. Y'all are yelling at him. And I just got caught a wild hair. And I tried to jump over you guys and grab the dude's shirt and was like, you know, yelling. I was like, I'll pull you out of this car. And I was trying to like pull him out of the car. <laughs> and uh, he sped off or something. And, um, and then, you know, we were all jacked up about it. And uh, Pat thought that was really funny. He told that story for a while after that. That's pretty much all I remember from that. Well, I remember I kicked the truck at some point walking home. I just kicked a random F-150. Yeah, I don't recall that. I do remember going to the your buddy's house where they had, like, the band set up, the drums and all that shit. And uh, I, yeah. I distinctively remember the dude being passed out on the floor, and I, like, held you up. Like, if like you know how girls hold each other up when they, like, yeah. squat to pee? Yeah. I held you up, and you put your balls on that dude's face. Yeah. Butthole yeah. and balls all in, the, all in the face. That was and Daniel Shipman. And there's a picture somewhere. Daniel Shipman, another good buddy. He was one of the first dudes I met on the ship. Him uh, and, and Coogler, me and him, me, him, and him would hang out. Um, we'd, we'd drive my truck, my little S10 uh, 
single cab S10 stick shift. We would drive it from Virginia Beach down to the Outer Banks like every weekend that we had off. We would just pile like up. Like camp, camp down there and shit? Yeah, we, dude, we, we'd, we'd like sleep in um, like indoor pools like of hotels and stuff. Oh, I mean, shit. We'd be staying up all night drinking. Trying you to guys find, are crazy. Trying bro. to find girls and stuff. <laughs> we drove to Ohio in that thing. I remember my truck got broken into on the base and had, you know, my huge old school thing of CDs, you know, like had all, all the pages. Yeah. Somebody took that. I mean, I had like 100 CDs in there. Yeah, and uh, I couldn't afford to fix my window. So I drove without a window for an entire winter in Norfolk. <laughs> uh, and I drove up to, I was dating some girl in West Virginia. There was snow all over the ground. I drove that truck up there t- to see her without a window. Nothing. And then finally, my older brother took pity on me and he paid to have it fixed when I came home to visit one day. That's nice of him. Your yeah. brother's done some nice shit. Joseph, yeah. yeah he's like, didn't buy you like a washer and dryer. Bought me a washer and dryer. Yeah. Didn't tell me, just had it. Delivered to that shithole we lived in. Oh, that's nice. That's nice of him. It's quite yeah, he's a, nice of him. He's a good dude. Hell yeah. He's been through some shit too. So back to music. Uh, Steven comes from a much more musical family than I do. Like that's literally whenever I met Steven, I had been playing guitar maybe a year. <laughs> maybe not even a full year. I started playing in 2005, so maybe a little over a year. And then, then I was in like basic training shit, so I had big gaps in my mm-hmm. music stuff. And... uh. During this podcast, we're going to talk about a lot of shit. We're going to talk about, like I said, military. Music is a big, 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 big thing. Um, but, yeah, mu- music stuff. Yeah, we're going to talk music. Um, we're going to talk. And music, like, mostly, like, singer-songwriter type stuff, musicians that, that we're into. We, we might even pull the guitars out and do some covers or even do some of our original stuff. Um, Hell, yeah. We're going to talk um, some social stuff that's going on social issues um, that I want to talk about. Uh, not really politics. I mean, I guess that that would be kind of politics, but I don't think either one of us really give a fuck about who's in office or any of that shit. But, you know, I do care about the direction that the country seems to be going and just the overwhelming blanket of stupidity that is enveloping our society. So we'll talk about some of that. Si, senor. What else? Uh, we're obviously going to tell funny stories. The the pulling the guy out of the car was a crazy story, kind of, but not really all that funny. Yeah, that was just like a bad drunk story. But as we get as we get into these stories, I'm sure we'll go down rabbit holes and talk about yeah, just insane shit. If anybody knows anybody in the military, you know, and you are close to them, you know, some probably yeah. some pretty weird shit. And if you're a civilian hearing some of these stories, you know. You might be turned off by them, but it's right. just kind of the way it is. This podcast is not for you. Yeah, basically. We're going to talk about uh, outdoors, so we're both into, like, fishing and stuff. Steven's more of a hunter than I am, but I like fishing and, uh, you know, hanging out on the water, shooting guns. Yeah. I think that's something that all veterans have in common. Not yep. all. I've met some veterans that are, like, liberal, not not about guns and stuff like that. But Yeah. Uh, but outdoorsy type stuff, me and Tim... We've hiked a couple different sections of the Appalachian Trail. We really want to get back out there, but it's just so hard with our schedules, especially your schedule. Yeah. He's a salesman, and so he yeah. works like every weekend. Weekend, my weekends are yeah. doo-doo. But, um, but, yeah, it'll be a fun podcast. 
I think but, we should start a social media page for our podcast, like specifically for the podcast, yeah. like a Facebook page or yeah. something. Once Instagram we figure out too. a name, yeah. I took a couple pictures of our setup. We yeah. should start it. And this is uh, for anybody that's watching this from our raggedy fucking setup. <laughs> this is a this is a first podcast. This was kind of like on the like we didn't plan this. We yeah. planned it a little bit. Like we were like, this is a piece day. of plywood sitting on two sawhorses with two moving blankets on top of it in my barn. Yeah, and um, an iPad and an interface. With horrible lighting on you. You yeah. look, look like an angel. I am an angel. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. And uh, next episode, we'll actually have some more structure to it, and we'll we'll have yeah, things that we're going to talk about. zero planning. Like, yeah. there's a – I'm currently – I wrote with a .38 fine-tip pen, so, like, this is ridiculous. I don't know why anybody owns a pen like this. I don't know. I think I got that from work. Yeah, that makes sense. State shit. But anyways, um, that's it. Yeah, we'll post this and uh, probably have a name, and uh, hopefully I can do some official video editing and shit. Yeah, which you should be able to get good at since you're going to school for all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, all guys. Right. Uh, yeah, do